player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 41 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. hey Wow, that was, that was, that was premature hey How are you doing? Doing fantastic. How are you, you doing? I'm good. Have you recovered yet from your weekend across the country? Um, I'm feeling better. Tell the people what you did. Now. So, uh, my fiance, as I may or may not have said before, I don't know, she's from San Diego. So she was out there for work. Uh, her family's still out there. And long story short, her mom had a bunch of stuff for her, or had just had a bunch of stuff in the storage unit that she didn't want anymore, and Brittany wanted it. Wait, so, so her mom didn't just throw out all her old stuff that, that Brittany would like? She didn't. She Weird. kept it. Weird. Um, so at one point, it was discussed that maybe we just take a week off at some point. Or on some planned trip out to San Diego, we just drive instead of fly, drive back with all the stuff. Like Incubus. Well, the stars aligned, and she had to go out there for work. So she figured, well, instead of flying back, how about I just rent a car? And her job said, okay, whatever. It was about the same price, so they were fine with it. And then there was the whole, like... Well, it'd be nice if you flew out and drove back with me because I don't want to make that drive by myself, but I can do it. So I get I, womp, womp. I get what that means. So I flew out there on Friday night, woke up at 4 in the morning on Saturday and drove Jeez. back Saturday and Sunday um, with a car full of stuff. Still don't know what half of it was because it was in bins, but a lot of stuff. Um, made for a very long weekend, a very long weekend, but a very short weekend. Like the days were long, but all of a sudden it's like, I didn't have a weekend. Um, if there's anything good that came out of it, mm-hmm. not to cast too, I mean, spending time with my fiance, obviously it's a good fantastic. time. And, um, I got to finally check out Yep. one polite provisions. I want to hear about this in San Diego. Um, fine establishment. Very nice. Oh, I took a picture. I never posted it or anything, but while I'm talking, I'll go ahead and pull it up. Um, this was hipster city. Oh, I would assume. I'm yeah. talking skinny jeans, mustaches. Did, did they twirl? Some were twirled. Um, I, I'm, thick I'm rimmed I'm glasses. I can't, I can't grow my, well. I mean, suspenders, I bow ties, like the works. Um, that being said, it was actually a pretty cool place. Um, here we go. They had these, there's a few of these up and down the bar. Just like, that's all bitters. Oh, that's awesome. All sorts of different kinds of bitters. Interesting. Um, very expensive, well, expensive, expansive menu. Uh, I just went with an old fashioned. Um, I think Brittany got some kind of a tequila based drink. I don't remember what it was. It was good. Um, old fashioned, very good. Um, I think it was probably a true old fashioned. It didn't seem as smooth as Silly Goose, who I always tout here in Memphis. What, um, uh, what bourbon was it? Or was it Rye? Knob Creek 101 okay. or 121, oh. 121. Woo! So I think that's why, that's why that's a it hitter. was, it burned. I mean, it didn't burn, but it was not as smooth as old fashions from Silly Goose. Right. Um, Still very good. It's not like it tasted just like drinking straight bourbon. But it was enough of a... When I get a old-fashioned Silly Goose, not that I would, but I could chug it. It's just that delicious and smooth, whatever. I certainly was not about to chug this. It was still delicious. It burns. It burned. And I think that's probably the 60% alcohol bourbon they used. Yep. Um, but no, it was very good. You could tell it was just very, it was an old fashioned. It was one big ice cube. They have like their P fancy, like script letter P logo. Like, um, basically just built, I guess, built into their ice cube tray, I guess. So the ice cube has a nice big P little details, but very cool. 
um, one big ice cube, bourbon, bitters, simple syrup, lemon peel. Yep. Done. Nothing else. No cherries. Nothing muddled up in there. Just straight old-fashioned. And it was delicious. Um, they had a lot of stuff on the menu that I would love to try at some point. Um, I know somebody somebody from the Kind of Funny community. I don't remember who. You may not be listening anyway, but I apologize if you are and I don't remember who it was. Somebody asked um, Eric Eric for a um, bourbon-based beverage. Federation. Star Galactica. Bears beats. Um, just a good recommendation of like a different drink that maybe you don't always see and... You know, he's like, well, you're looking for something you can make on your own or something to have at a bar or whatever. And I think the resounding response was both. Um, anyway, he mentioned a rye maple hmm. fizz. I, I think it was saw called. this on Twitter. Who was he tweeting? I did see that because it, it like popped up and said you and somebody else like the tweet or something like that. Right. I can't, I can't think of who it was. Um, but anyway, it sounded I was intrigued by it. Um, and so I tweeted Eric. I was like, hey, I'm coming by your fine establishment Hook on a Friday up, night. Brother. I only have time for one drink. What do you think? Do I give this a try or do I just go with the old-fashioned? And he said, old-fashioned, definitely. So obviously I'm not going to go against him. Um, went with the old-fashioned. Didn't regret it. Uh, highly recommend this place. If you're ever in San Diego, check it out. Uh, parking is a nightmare. There's nowhere to park nearby. You just got to luck your way into a on street parking spot um definitely worth checking out and i hope to go back sometime when i've got more time than just for one drink uh but it was it was an experience i didn't see eric there i don't think he was there i think he was he was traveling the same time i was i think maybe he was heading to new york i don't know um yeah he's got a bar in manhattan too but i can never yeah. remember the name boilermakers boilermakers um but he was in kentucky apparently he bought like a suitcase full of bourbon while he was there as anybody should if you're in kentucky so um, very nice establishment highly recommended and I definitely recommend the old fashioned I can't find it I can't I can't da, 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 da. oh I can look it cause... I can't find it uh, what did you do this weekend I had a good old fashioned also last night um, oh the trailer for Fast 8 is going to drop on December 11th I missed that the other day um Da, 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 da. I can't find it. I'll find it. Went to Seasons 52 for my niece April. Shout out for her 21st birthday. Seasons 52 is really good. Guys over at Nerd901 recommended I try the Old Fashioned there. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to try the Old Fashioned there. Of course, you know me. And uh, it was pretty good. They had a new Old Fashioned, and I saw it, and I was like, ooh. A new Fashioned? I was like, that, uh, Rafferty's has a new Fashioned. And I got that Seriously? by mistake one time, and it was just like, it was like drinking syrup, like fruit syrup. It was horrible. So I said, okay, but do you have like a real old fashioned? And the waitress actually knew what I meant. I said, I just want like bourbon, bitters, simple syrup, bears, lemon orange, beets. I mean, lemon, <laughs> lemon, lemon orange. orange, lemon wedge or an orange wedge. Put that joker in there. And she said, yeah, I got you. I said, okay. I said, yeah, give it to me before roses. Shout out to four roses. Bourbon, so good. And they did put a cherry in it, but nothing was muddled up. So it was just really like a decoration. It was very good. I did almost chug that thing. It was so good. That's because it was Four Roses and it wasn't um, Knob Creek 170 or whatever you were drinking. 120. So it's very good. Oh, we need to also mention, we're so sorry about last week. Oh. GarageBand is not my best friend. And last week, it completely took a dump. And we lost the audio for the podcast, so we had to default to the camera audio. Not exactly the best when you got a handy cam sitting, I don't know, 10 feet away from you. You're not going to get the best sound. So I tried to do everything I could with it, post-pro it, try to raise the levels and try to clean it up a little bit, knock out some background noise, but it was tough. So sorry about that. That won't happen this week, I hope. Um, anybody out there, GarageBand just sucks. I don't know. Or, or my laptop sucks, one or the other. But Or both. We're looking at some other options to try to get rid of that issue in the future. So I don't know. Stay tuned to that. But we are so sorry. Shouldn't happen this week. So don't give up on us. Again, we're not professionals or anything. 
Uh, it was at Blonde Nerd. Okay. Who asked about the uh, the drink? And yeah, rye maple fizz. So good so, weekends yeah. had by all, except for football. Football sucks. Fantasy college. Hey, I won. Pro fantasy. everything sucks. I don't care. I'm two and two. And we're talking about me here. I'm zero and four. We're talking about both of us. I got all kinds of. Now I'm getting trade offers that are like, no, it does not. Did help you accept me. Patty's tweet trade? Yes. Didn't help me because Rogers was off. Well, but yeah, but Brandon Cooks put up like three points. I'm like, okay, yeah, I made the right trade. Uh, the person I played had Brandon Cooks, so I was thrilled with that. Brandon Cooks and DeAndre Hopkins, and they both took big old dumps. DeAndre this Hopkins weekend. didn't even he had zero, I think, right? He didn't even get ten yards. I don't think he may have had zero. Yeah, he had very like no more than a couple points. Yeah, so I got beat 135 to 60. Mm, that's not good. So even if I would have had a good week, I probably would have lost because the other guy he had he had freaking Matt Ryan 500 yards. Four I had touchdowns. Matt Ryan on my bench. Oh well, that sucks. But you won, so who cares? I've played, other than week one when Cam played Denver, I started Matt Ryan the first week. I've played Cam every other week. And besides week two where Cam went off for like, for me in my league, like 45 points or so. Yeah, he Matt Ryan put up like 43 that week. Right. So he was right there. And now two weeks in a row, Ryan has killed Cam. So I'm all ready to say, all right, next week I'm going to start. Except you know what happens. Except next week, Ryan plays Denver. So it's like, but Cam is questionable, so he may not play. So yeah, he that got, may make my decision for me. That but. dude, good Lord. Yeah. Where uh, is it in Denver or is it in Atlanta? I think it's at Denver. I could be wrong. Oh, no, it is because I heard them saying there's no way he's going to be throwing it around up there in that, in that atmosphere. So That atmosphere? Is that what I meant to say? That elevation, not that atmosphere. I mean, it's not incorrect. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, Jeff Keeley officially announced the VGAs are coming December 1st. Yay. Can't remember if we talked about that last week or not. We talked about PSX, but either way. Oh, maybe that's, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, we had said that Kojima's coming on the VGAs, but I don't think we knew the date. Or maybe we did. I don't know. The audio wasn't there anyway, so. It doesn't matter. Shrugs. If two drunk idiots record a podcast, but the audio is not there, did it actually happen? hear it? No. What are you drinking? Oh, by the way, nope. if anybody out there nope. has used the Zoom H6, oh yes, reach out to me at Kevin White Twenty Four. Let me know your thoughts. If you like it, uh, is it as good as all the reviews I'm reading? Just let me let me know what you think about it. Appreciate that. Uh, I am drinking what you are drinking. We're the drinking the hash sh- hash, hash session hash session IPA, which is quickly becoming my favorite beer. It is the hoppiest beer I have ever tried. I think. It is very hoppy. And it is fantastic. I've talked about this a few times now, but it it smells like a pine tree. It smells, it like, smells like it does. It smells like Christmas. By the way, shout out to my oh. little man Nick. Oh yeah. Coasters. Origami coasters. That boy loves his origami. He's awesome. Thank you, Nick. Love you, bud. What have you been playing this week? Anything? Um I've I beat. Oh, I think we talked about this last week. But I beat Oceanhorn. I've now done everything but the fishing, which I'm not looking forward to. You said it's not too bad. It, everything I mean, you I've haven't read, done it, but yeah, right. Everything I've read, I think you can knock out. Fish. You can knock out all of them in like an hour. I, I think, think I've caught. Cotton <clears throat> caught. I have caught. Yeah, I've caught. Drunk. Drank. Draft. Uh, I caught. I think three fish, maybe two, two or three fish. And I'm thinking there's going to be like 50. You said it's more like 10 to 20 kind of thing. Keep so, talking. I'll look it up. I don't think it's that many though. Um, but I think that's the only spit on my, uh, whatever this thing's called. Um, I think that's the only thing I have left. So I need to catch all the fish and then I need to reach the highest. Um, the I need to max out my level, which I think by the time I catch all the fish, I will have done that. And then that'll be first platinum for this guy. That's awesome. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm also pretty embarrassed that it's my first platinum. No, don't be embarrassed. But it is what it is. Um, people have like hundreds of platinums. I can't dedicate my life to video games. I wish I could. That's the dream. But um, yeah, one platinum is better than none. So I'll take it. So hopefully by next week's recording, I will have completed that. I think you will. Um, Still looking up the fish. I'm trying to see how many there are. All right, let's see here. This is one of those things where, you know, the old saying about 
teach me to fish versus catch me a fish. There are 10. I'd rather people just catch me a fish. Really? That's not bad. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I'm almost... You can knock it out in an hour. I'll send you the guide um, the, the where, where to typical the locations fish. are and stuff. Yeah. So you're going to teach me to fish. I will teach you to fish. And feed me forever. I'm not feeding you. You can feed yourself. Is that it? Um... Oh, that's all I've been playing, but I need to download <gasps> Resident Evil HD. Yes. Um, this was We've talked about this many times, but when I think of Resident Evil, I think of the first one, and I think of it on Saturn, yeah. and I think of how I wouldn't play it at night. I think of how scary the first zombie that... When he turns his head. Looks at you, scared the crap out of me, and just how hard the game was. I think I never made it past where you go out into the guardhouse and then when you come back, the hunters are everywhere and I hate those things. And I never made it past that. I think I've since beaten the game. I don't know. It wasn't on Saturn. Did I get some... I don't know. Somewhere I've since beaten Resident Evil, but I don't think I ever... So I bought Resident Evil... um, Resident Evil on... GameCube, I think. The, Unless it ever came out remake. on the Wii. The remake, yeah. Maybe I bought it on the Wii. I bought it somewhere. No, it was GameCube. It might have been Wii also. Right, I'm trying to think if it okay. ever came out on Wii. I bought it somewhere, and I don't think I ever beat it, but that game was hard. Yeah. And they really expanded on that game. Like, There's all new like areas of the mansion that you couldn't even go to before. There's like an out, right out back, there's like a cemetery that you can go to like mm. really cool game and it's well this and i think this is the hd version of that of the remake so it's really resident evil remake hd from what i get okay um but yeah i'm excited for that especially for free uh, have you ever played this game the remake no just the first one are you are sad. you interested yeah, i mean it's I'll free so you're not gonna pass it. i mean i don't know i'm not gonna put 18 hours into it like I did four, but I'm definitely going to try it. No, we'll see I think how you could beat it. Well, I don't think I've ever beaten the remake. Does I the remake, the, do you still have the ribbons and stuff? Because if I run yeah. out of ribbon. Yeah. I never, well, yeah. You just have to not save it right. every chance you get. And you need to run away when you get a and chance to. And you need to save ammo. ammo. You don't need to kill every zombie you come across. So I'll download that. I'm not going to just sit down and just play through it. In one or two sittings, but I'll I'll beat it eventually while I'm waiting for all these other games to come out. Um, but no, I'm excited for that. I can't wait to play that. What have you been playing, good sir? I did finally get to Batman Episode 2. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to get your thoughts when you play this. Because Lefty Loggy on Twitter, you know, I'd said last week, he was saying that they, they definitely changed a lot of stuff and he wanted to get my thoughts. I like it. Penguin is like a penguin we've never seen before. I kind of like it. Um, but they've done something with one character who they've basically turned into one of the worst people in the world out of nowhere. And I don't really like it. It seems like they did it just to have something to do that's different. Okay. It's not, not something that's been done in the comics. No, because nobody ever cared about this character. This character... Hmm. this character has been in every movie incarnation of Batman he's been in there at some point very quickly and now he's been given this big major role in flashbacks and all this other stuff and it's just he's the worst person ever and I don't I don't I don't know that I like it it seems like they did it like I said just have something to to do just something different so I don't know about that I, I like how it ended though one of the things that happened at the end was obvious. I don't think it mattered what you've got to, at the end, you've got to, the choice is save A or save B, like Batman Forever. Except he saved them both. You can't save both here. And I think no matter what you chose, what ended up happening was going to happen. It'll all make sense when you play it. Uh, but I like it overall. It was very short. I played through it in an hour. I was like, well, that's weird because episode one was two and a half, three hours, I think, for me. Hmm. Which is okay. And again, this is one of those things where if you just wait and you play all five episodes at one time, you could probably knock it out in two nights and be done with it and get the whole story. But they do, I I like, because again, this is the first Telltale game I've ever played. They do give you a previously on, 
and they go over your story choices and the cut scenes that you saw and stuff because they, they can change based on the right, dialogue. Yeah. So that's cool. So you remember, I mean, I remembered everything anyways. It was only a month ago, but I did like that. Uh, so I, I like it. Trying to see how this story is going to play out. It's really weird. A couple big characters got killed off out of nowhere. I mean, not big. Not I mean, Batman's not dead. Spoiler alert. But a couple of characters that you know, um, that that you know of, they're they're dead. It was interesting. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Uh, I also am now addicted to Oceanhorn. I don't know okay. where this is going to end up on my favorite games of the year list, but I freaking love this game. This game, it's just scratching an itch. So like. I downloaded Oceanhorn last Friday. Well, it was just Friday, and I've already put like six or seven hours into this. We're recording this Tuesday night again because uh, we were preempted by the Giants, and they suck at football. Um, and April's 21st and birthday. And April's 21st birthday, which does not suck. Love you, April. Uh, Tell your friends. Friday night, Jess was having a bunko party out here in the pool house recording studios and put the kids to bed. Well, I didn't put the kids to bed. They're all just being horrible, and they're up there running around and yelling. And As made them, kids do. Made them go watch a movie and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get... I'm, I was like, I want to download Oceanhorn, but I feel like I need to play Twilight. I don't want to play Twilight. I feel like I need to. Okay. So I booted up Twilight, and where, I, where it ended was, you know, uh, what's-her-face? Midna just got, like, zapped by Zant, whatever his name is. Yep. And she's just collapsed on your back. She's like, you got to find Zelda. You got to find Zelda. So they didn't want me in the bar because I'm a wolf. Right. I understand Understandable. That, like if a wolf walked into my bar, I'd be pretty pissed too. Kick me out. Talk to the fat cat. Go find Zelda. Okay. Go through here. There's this dead guy with all the gold. Follow and go all the way. If I get to Zelda, Midna's about to die. Zelda like gives her her magic or something. I was like, and I texted you. I was like, am I supposed to think that Zelda just like committed suicide or something? And I was finally like, you know what? I don't want to play this anymore. At least not now. I don't want to play this. I want to play Oceanhorn. So I turned it off. I download Oceanhorn. It's like 400 megs. So it took like yeah, five minutes quick. to download. I booted it up and I'm addicted to the game. Yep. I love it. This game is one of my favorite games this year. I can already tell them about, like I said, six, seven hours in. Probably halfway through, I'm up on the Sky Fortress thing. I absolutely love this game. It's scratching the Zelda itch that Twilight wasn't. Like, I like Twilight, but... It's a good mix between old school and new school Zelda yes, games. Yes, it's Link to the Past meets uh, Wind Waker. Yeah. Except I think the sailing in this is much easier than it's, Wind Waker. All you do is say, I want to go to this island, then you just shoot the little Octoroks that pop out right. of the water and stuff, and yeah. the barrels and whatnot, and it's easy. So I absolutely love this game. The best $15 I've spent in a while. This game is just phenomenal. Absolutely love it. Um, I want, I will platinum this. So this will be my fourth, I think. One, two, three, four. I think fourth. And then Batman will be my fifth. Wait, what are my three? God of War. God of War. No, maybe this is my third, and then Batman will be my fourth. I don't really know. It's not important. Oceanhorn is fantastic. No, wasn't there some random game that you platinumed that you were almost that you told me I should maybe it wasn't one you've platinumed. I thought there was one game that was like a terrible game, but it's an easy platinum, and you started saying I thought it was something you had said you had platinumed, but maybe you hadn't and you just heard it was easy. Mm, gosh, why can I not remember this? If you said it, I would know it. I just can't think of what it was. I cannot for the life of me. All right, so you're at Sky Fortress and Oceanhorn. I'm at Sky Fortress. I absolutely love it. Oh, The Order. That's right. Horrible game. Yeah, that game. Good God. Shouldn't even count. That game's horrible, but I'm like, whatever. I need to play them. Uh, absolutely love Oceanhorn. Can't wait to play more. Scratching an itch. Love it so far. Not overly difficult, but I've definitely died a fair share of times. You don't have a lot of hearts because you don't get one every time you beat a boss. you got to find all the heart right. pieces. Um, but overall, I, I just I absolutely love it. It's not even like I like this game. I love this game so far, and I can't wait to see what they do with the Ocarina of Time version that they're doing for Ocean Horn 2. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I hope they don't screw it up. Not that I have any reason to think they would, but I just hope they don't. What really, 
What I really like is that it seems like they're, I think they're going to, it'll probably come out on mobile also, but I'm pretty sure they're like, this game was very successful. People like it. Let's develop this for Xbox and PlayStation and PC, and then we'll port it to mobile from there instead of going mobile first. One thing I will say that now it's been four days since I played, so I don't remember five days. I wish I remembered, but if, if there's a knock against this game, voice acting is almost oh. Resident Evil bad. With certain characters, yes. The the girl that you meet with the fireworks, yep. I'm sure she's like his love interest or whatever. Her voice acting is god awful. It's horrible. There was something that happened like in or around the final boss fight, and I can't remember what. But there's just this one super corny line that I've already forgotten now. But it's bad. Well, I think even when you like, get there, you'll know it. Even but. like the narration from your dad. You did it. I did it. Even the narration from your dad is kind of bad. Uh, Whenever you get to like a new island or whatever, he's like, and on the third day, I noticed that the crow crows at midnight. I'm like, okay. It's very dramatic. (laughs) Thank you for letting me know about the crow crowing. So, that's it. Anything else? Uh, I think that's all I got. I've got something for you. What do you have? I've got news. News of the week, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of these items are pretty long, but I don't know how much time we'll spend on them. First, Jack Trenton did an interview with IGN. So Ryan McCaffrey at IGN does this thing called IGN Unfiltered. It's a long-form series of interviews and stuff where he interviews mostly Xbox people because he's an Xbox guy and uh, you know does these about hour-long interviews talk about the industry and stuff. But this week he had Jack Trenton on. If you don't know who Jack Trenton, on, Jack Trenton is, if you're a kind of funny fan, you know he's Jackie T. Hey, Greg and Colin is Jackie T. Former president of Sony Computer Entertainment of America. Been there since 94, 95, right before the PS1 launched. So they just kind of wanted to talk through the history of PlayStation since he's been there. And I kind of want to run through some things here. Some are interesting. Some are just kind of funny and stuff. So... His reaction at Sony when Microsoft announced the Xbox, they actually had a lot of respect from Sony. They weren't going to take them lightly. Sony had been doing great with the PS1. They were getting ready to launch the, or they had already launched the PS2 by the time the Xbox came out. They said that Microsoft lost a whole bunch of money on that first Xbox. They lost an incredible amount of money because they put so much into R&D and doing all this other stuff. That, but they learned a lot when they went to launch the 360, and they had nothing but respect from Sony. They didn't take them lightly because Microsoft is Microsoft. They might not be Apple, but they're Microsoft. PS2 launch. They said it was bigger than their wildest dreams, and it was all about that DVD player. Yeah, that was huge at the time. They didn't need a killer app because their killer app was that they were that the PS2 was a DVD player. Yeah. And interesting, when I thought about this, it made sense. They were very dependent on third-party titles from the beginning because they didn't have any big first-party games to start on the PS2. But it was the leap from, like, think about Madden on the PlayStation 1. Like, blocky. Yeah. yeah. To Madden on the PS2. It's not like it looks like Madden on the PS4 or the PS3, but, I mean, it was similar to what we still see of Madden today. It was a much bigger the jump leap from one to two fidelity fidelity was crazy, than yeah. two to three or three to four. Yeah, been. the leap keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's the uh, law of diminishing, diminishing returns. returns. I was yeah. going to say that. I don't know. Is it a law? It's a, it's, a th- it's a law. It's a law. If you don't believe in it, you get arrested. The PS3 launch. Oh, boy. So he said it would have been easy for them to just go ahead and make basically a PS 2.5, keep everything the same, just do better graphics and stuff. But they wanted to up the technology with the cell processor. And we know how that turned out. The price was not consumer friendly. And Sony was even losing money. When they were selling those things at $600 a pop to begin, they were still losing money on that thing, which boggles my mind. How did that ever? Wow. It turned out okay. PlayStation closed the gap as they got stronger as the generation went on. And then when they got to PS4, obviously they blew it out of the water. But that, that cell processor and stuff from the beginning was, was a big... It was a big uh, no-no, I would say. Did you say anything about those awesome uh, original design PS3 controllers? 
The boomerang controllers were real and they were working. That was it was really decided against. Now, what I thought was interesting is he said in this that they never showed those in North America. And Ryan McCaffrey was like, I thought you like when they revealed it at E3 one time, I thought they had the boomerang controller. And I was thinking the same thing. Jack. I only remember seeing stills of them. I remember, I can remember seeing that damn thing on stage, silver, like yeah. on stage, looking like a crescent. Moon. Really? Maybe it was just in Japan, like the Japan Maybe. E3 or a Tokyo Game Show or something. But I know I saw the thing. But yeah, they were real. They worked. I don't know how anybody ever let that thing get on the stage. Yeah, those things were hideous. They were horrible. Um, and then obviously they made the right choice. They went back to the DualShock 3 and everything was much better after that. Whew. The PSN hack. He said that and the PS launch, PS3 launch were the two toughest times he ever had while at Sony. I believe it. You had, I don't know how many tens of millions of people had their, uh, you know, their PlayStation accounts hacked. They could have had their debit cards exposed and all this stuff. Like Ryan was saying in an interview, like, what was going through your head when you're sitting in your office or something and somebody's like, knock, knock, uh, Mr. Tretton? Yeah. PSN just got hacked and everybody's information has been compromised. Like, uh, and he said, so they went out on the E, I think it was E3 after that. He went out on stage and apologized to everybody and said, look, we will never let this happen again. Do not lose faith in us, faith in us, blah, blah, blah. He ad libbed all that. It wasn't written before. Nobody told him to do it. He just, before he went out and he started reading from the prompter, he's like, I got to talk to the people. You can't have, you can't just straight damage control. I think they gave away like one free game and maybe some free DVD or free Blu-rays or something as part of it. Nothing ever happened to mine. I mean, I remember I changed, I, I, I deleted my debit card that was on there and stuff, but nothing ever happened to me from it. But yeah, he said those were the worst times by far. And the PlayStation Vita, he said is a great machine that quote came too late. I, if it came too late, why is the 3DS sold like 50 million units? And why is the NX going to be portable? I don't think for a second that the Vita came too late. The Vita... You know what I think? Yes. I mean, no, but I would like to... Purely my opinion. Because this is how I think about it. I've since come around on it. I mean, I still don't have one, but they're so cheap now, like, very tempting. The PSP was just garbage in my opinion it, it was except just, you could homebrew it and you could play nes and super nintendo games and stuff on it that's the old, that's why it sold like right. 80 million units but just as a standalone that. system yeah. like the psp as it was meant to be just not good with the weird umds and stuff yeah. no really no good games on, and i think and i just they had saw the vita and i figured okay well yeah that was psp Portable apps and then Peace Walker, yeah. Metal Gear Acid. uh, And Acid too, yeah. Peace Walker was Vita? I mean, was PSP not Vita? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Okay, so one good game. (laughs) But when I see Vita, I mean, form factor was basically... I mean, it just looked like it was basically... PSP two. They didn't do enough to and do, I was to immediately turned off from the very. Wii. I'm like, I want nothing to do with this. Well, it's just like Nintendo didn't differentiate the Wii U from the Wii, right? And they've sold like 10 million units. That's it. They barely outsold the the poor old Sega Saturn. Yep. I I don't think it came too late. I think, I mean, they started out strong. They put out uh, the Killzone game out there. They put out Uncharted, which a lot of people say it's better than Uncharted 1. It's not as good as 2, 3, and 4, but it's better than Uncharted 1, Golden Abyss. It's a good game. They had a Resistance game on there. They put a Call of Duty out there that was horrible. And then after that, it's like other than MLB, the show, Sony just stopped supporting it. Like what Greg always says, Greg Miller, kind of funny, that it was kind of like the in-between thing. It was it was half the Sony that screwed up the PS3 and half the Sony that got the PS4 right. Like we didn't know at the time, but the Vita, like you could plug it up to your PS3 and you could do transferring and all that. You could do your save files and stuff. Right. Um, but like it was built in to be able to do remote play and stuff like that. Like it was really part of the PS4 ecosystem, but it came out two or year and a half, well almost two years before the PS4 did, so we didn't know. Um. And 
Colin always says Sony's crazy enough to try it again to make another Vita. Not another. They would. They will not call it the Vita. It'll be PS Go. Maybe I don't know what it'll be called. But if they do make it, I think I would think that they have learned from what they did wrong with the Vita by not supporting it and everything, that if they did it again, they made it backwards compatible, you can play all the Vita games and you can download PSP games out and stuff. Obviously, they wouldn't do a UMD drive or anything on there, but I, I could see it being a success. There was a lot of rumors, of course, around the uh, the PS Pro uh, reveal that they were going to do uh, another Vita. That obviously didn't happen. That was the worst meeting ever, but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it came too late. I think they just screwed it up, and I think if they got another chance, they would do it right. But that's just me. Uh, was he there, Trenton? Was he there at PS One or no? Right before it launched. Did he say anything about the whole Saturn thing? No, they didn't even come up. No, that's depressing. Yeah, the the mic drop moment that he had, and just said, "Yeah, yeah, that was him." They came out on stage and said, "Oh, that was actually him." Two ninety nine. Just that was and he killed the Saturn. I, I think it was him. If I was, if that's wrong, let me know. But I think it was Trenton. Wow. Next item here. This is a long one. So sit back, grab your bourbon, have a little sip, and listen to my voice. This is interesting. So the Advertising Standards Authority has launched an investigation into No Man's Sky. And this comes from IGN, reported first by Eurogamer. The Watchdog launched its investigation after receiving, quote, several complaints about No Man's Sky's advertising. The ASA has the power to have advertisements it believes are in breach of its code of conduct withdrawn and prevent them from appearing again. If an advertiser refuses to comply with an ASA ruling, not the Ecolite, that sounds like the APA, the Acolyte Protection Agency. It can impose sanctions such as asking internet search websites to remove a marketer's paid-for search ads. The investigation is ongoing. The ASA declined to comment further. But one of the complaints revealed details of its response in a post on Reddit. The investigation revolves around No Man's Sky's Steam store page, which includes assets some believe misrepresent the controversial space game. The ASA has contacted both Hello Games and Valve and asked them, to respond to a raft of questions, that must be an English word, a raft of questions, relating to No Man's Sky's ads. Complaints center around screenshots and videos that feature more advanced animal behavior, large-scale combat, and ship-flying behavior that ended up in the launch version of the game. Dan ended up. Complaints also say screenshots misrepresent the graphical f- fidelity of the game. There are also complaints around the Steam Stores page reference to a lack of loading screens and factions that contest territory. All the stuff that Sean Murray said was in the game. It's not in the game. While the complaints target Steam, the ASA said that any ruling would apply to other advertising for No Man's Sky, such as official YouTube videos and the game's listing on the PlayStation Store. No Man's Sky and its chief developer, Sean Murray, have come under fire since the August launch of the hotly anticipated game, with some players feeling it did not turn out as promised, you think? So there's a Reddit user, UK, who issued a formal complaint to the ASA, said that he doesn't feel... Enraged at No Man's Sky, Hello Games, or Steel or Steam, but felt the need to contact the Watchdog. Quote: After seeing just how vastly different the trailers for No Man's Sky were from the actual release game, he did not request a refund for the game. Quote: But I did feel personally misled. He said, "Quote: The marketing of the game was very different to the end game. The end game is a shallow screenshot generator. That is an awesome way to put it." That's me editorializing. And in some ways, it reminded me of Spore. I figured that if we want Steam store pages for games to start falling in line and stop misleading consumers, that it would take consumers to point these problems out to the ASA rather than all sit around on Reddit complaining to each other but assuming it'll get sorted out eventually. Ezra's actions were met with mixed response on Reddit, with some expressing anger, Others concerned that ASA's investigation could hold up Hello Games from improving No Man's Sky with updates. Some wondered why someone would go to the trouble of complaining about video game screenshots in the first place. Players discovered that No Man's Sky's distinct lack of multiplayer, despite Murray's comments in interviews that the game would feature a mechanic in which two players could see each other, however unlikely it is that they would meet. Sony's stringent refund policy is in stark contrast to that of Valve, which sells the PC version of No Man's Sky and Steam. Steam gives players, and this is... Awesome. I mean, I've known this, but it's just good to to make it known if people don't know. 
Steam gives players a no-questions-asked refund if the request is made within 14 days of purchase and the game has been played less than two hours. Interestingly, there's a note on No Man's Sky's Steam store page that stresses the standard Steam refund policy applies to the game. There are no special exemptions available, it reads. At TGS earlier this month, Shuhei Yoshida, the president of Sony Worldwide Studios, told Eurogamer he understood why some fans were critical of No Man's Sky and blamed Hello Games' pre-release PR strategy for building up unrealistic expectations. I agree. This is me editorializing. I agree. But Sony did that also. With yes. putting them in E3 keynotes and showing them at the at everywhere. That's yep. that's Sony too, but I do they they didn't make Sean Murray say the stuff he said in interviews and stuff. And that's pretty much it. Oh, in declining refunds, Sony has told No Man's Sky players that the game changed over the course of development to expect expect patches to address glitches, and said that the game will continue to evolve and benefit from new features over the coming months. I have to say, man, like we've talked about it on here, I haven't played No Man's Sky because it never appealed to me. I thought it was always blown out of proportion. But I do like the fact that somebody's actually looking into this. Like, I can't yep. remember a game. It, it's not like Kojima and Konami saying Metal Gear Solid Five is the ultimate story. That's, that's an that's opinion. That's an opinion. Right. right. These are facts that are just... Right. I mean, they're not facts. They're the opposite of facts. Exactly. They're they're lies based on what he said were facts. Fact. Like, it'd be like if Kojima said, Gray Fox is Venom Snake, and then he's not. Or something like that. Or it's like, it's open world, and it turns out there's just it's one really path you not, follow. Like, yeah. Straight up lies. And it's not like he just said it about one thing. Like, as we've covered on, on podcasts previously, he did this over and over again. He just kept talking about it. And even like a few weeks before release, he was going on Colbert and talking about, yeah, multiplayer, you can meet other players and meet up and do all this stuff. No, you can't. You can't. Like, I cannot remember. And it's so weird that there are some people that love this game. And I love that this guy called it a screenshot generator. That, that is perfect. Freaking hilarious to yeah. me because that's, I've never heard that before, but that's, that's probably the best way to, to describe this game. So, Long story short, for me, I like that somebody's out there looking after us. And if we've been told something about a game for years at this point that are just flat-out untrue and are flat-out lies, they should get their comeuppance. So I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, part of me almost feels bad for Sean Murray just like, I do piling it on, but at the same time, like there's no way this is not just some big misunderstanding. These there are his words, straight up lies. I mean, right. there's no other way to put it. It, it. They're flat out lies about this game and what it was going to be. And no, I mean, they shouldn't be able to get away with it. That's, that's insane. Um, I'm kind of, I'm right there with you in that I was never too interested in the game. Um, Even if it did deliver on everything it said it would, it's just not, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not all that into it, but no, it's when it was first revealed. Sorry, I hit the microphone. I pulled a U when it was first revealed. I was like, Whoa, this is beautiful, but we didn't really know anything about it. Then, then they showed it E3 and they were talking about how 18 quintillion planets or whatever the hell it was and all this. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But I remember ever once I finally heard there was going to be a $60 full release, you know, full price release of the game. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make sense. And then it just kept going on and on. I was like, okay, they have not shown anything new. And the stuff they did show wasn't even in the game. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's... <sighs> I can't believe, especially in this day and age, like when everybody is a, everybody has a a law degree and everybody's a detective and you're not going to, especially the gaming community, you're not going to pull one over on us. You're not going to promise us all this stuff, not deliver, not even come close to delivering. Not even, right. Not even expect nobody to, 
just take it and be like, okay, well, whatever. Right. We'll like, what, what are you thinking? I don't know. That's, I can't think of any other game that even comes close in terms of broken promises of, of no. you know, expectations for a game. I mean, it's just. I mean, there's been disappointing games like Duke Nukem and Sonic 06 right, and all this other stuff, but it's not like... It'd be like saying, yeah, Duke Nukem, there are like 45 guns that you can collect. No, there's, there's like five, eight. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, whatever. No, I mean, yeah, obviously they're going to say it's the best game ever, it's the best this, it's, it does this, it does this. And... But facts are facts. It's one thing if you have an opinion and it doesn't gel with what the typical gamer believes but when you start saying things as facts this game will have this it will have this you can do this and it just it it just just doesn't exist yeah it's nuts and is murray still just he's been like twitter silence ever since like a week after this game came out he's supposed to be going on jeff Keeley's show his new youtube show this thursday i think Wario 64 was tweeting how that game is down to like 37.50 or something on Amazon now. He said it's dropping by about a dollar a day cuz no one is buying it. It's I, just dead in the water. I, I mean I, I I don't know how you botch. I'm sure he got rich off it, so yeah. Yeah, good for you. But. I don't know how you botch a launch this bad. Yeah, but happier news. NES mini news. This comes both these come from Kotaku. Today's news, the NES Mini will come with save states, which we knew, Yep. digital manuals, and a selection of graphical settings. In a press release, a new trailer this morning, which was, I don't know how many days ago, Nintendo said that the sleek new system will let you maintain up to four different suspend points for each game. You'll also be able to see the original NES manuals, this is cool, by scanning QR codes that appear on your screen. And each game will be playable in three separate display modes, which I think we had said this before, but CRT filter, which adds a scan line effect, 4x3, which means the original aspect ratio, and pixel perfect, which turns every pixel into a perfect square. Now I finally understand what pixel perfect is on 3DS and on this, but I'll get to that in a second. The bad news, Bob Mackey over at US Gamer got his hands on with the system, and he has two nitpicks that will be likely very, very annoying. One, the controllers are wired, and the wires are very short. We talked about this right when it got announced that we were worried these things were like a 12-inch cable or something. Two, in order to use the save states or switch games, you have to hit the reset button on the console. There's no home button functionality on the controller. But if the controller's short, I mean, you're going to be right next to well, the system. Yeah, you have no choice. But they did say, I guess, the HDMI cable that it comes with is super long. Which, that almost does bring back a little bit of nostalgia to where if you wanted you to pull sit the, on the Nintendo couch, out exactly. of the cabinet, you pull it in the middle of the living room floor. Yes. Exactly. So it, it does bring back a little bit of nostalgia. Uh, it doesn't bring back nostalgia. It makes me feel some nostalgia of, yeah, bringing it out in the middle of the room. It, how far can you stretch the controllers and the RF cable and all that? So Pixel Perfect. So I read more about this. So obviously CRT TVs were 4 by 3 That's what we played it on. However, when they were prototyping these games and making these games on PCs and stuff, pixels were actually squares. Obviously 4 by 3 is not a square. 3 by 3 would be a square or 4 by 4 would be a square. So when they were making these games, these pixels were actual perfect squares. So what Pixel Perfect does is it kind of brings it a little bit in to where the ratio really is like it's a perfect square ratio, not a 4 by 3. And that is how they envisioned all these games being. So every game was actually stretched a little bit on 4 by 3 TVs compared to what the teams were actually thinking in their minds when they were prototyping these games. Hmm. I had no idea. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. But that is what Pixel Perfect means. I've always wondered what the hell is Pixel Perfect. And that's the the easiest way I've ever heard it described. And it makes perfect sense now. Pixel Perfect sense. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, my question, I, I know what Nintendo would say. Do you think they did this on purpose? The long USB cable, the short controller cables to really hammer home the nostalgia or is this just a terrible... Like, why in the world, in the age of wireless controllers... There's nothing wireless I, I get, about this, yeah. I get not doing wireless, like, that's fine. Because then you do kind of lose some nostalgia. But put, like, 
six foot cable. Uh, ten, ten, foot, some ten, twelve foot cable. Like, did I think it's? I'm I think sure it's they'll say, design. "Oh no, no, we no, did that I think because it's bad design. It's bad design. It, it is a terrible design." Yeah. I'm just wondering. No, I mean, I, that I, just I, seems so. I don't think they had a nostalgia of an oversight, for it. right? No, I don't think they did either. And but why I, not? I have, think they would say they did. Why not? Just add like nobody's going to complain if there's a little home button over top the select and start, or another button that is your quick save and your go to the uh, a menu button. They'll let you do the save states and go to the menu and stuff like that. Nobody would complain about that. I shouldn't have to. I hit don't the think reset anybody button. would complain, but to some extent, I can understand. Again, I don't know that this is why they did it, but to try to defend them, you lose something if you play a game on an emulator. You lose something to that game. Where you just be like, "Oh, I got hit. Load. Oh, I got hit again. Load. 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 That's how load. I was. Okay, you're it, killing my. Butt. Sorry. It That's how takes, I was playing Donkey Kong Country because I was getting so pissed at. But see, I think that takes you do. away from the game. If they make it a little bit more of a chore to where it's not just instantaneous, like oh, reload, reload. I can almost. I don't, again, I don't know. If that's why they did it, but part of me is kind of glad that they did because you get a little bit more of that real yeah if you're playing like mario 3 and you you know you've got your well if you have like your p-wing or something and you get hit okay then you may want to go and reset no i want this p-wing but if you just have like the feather you know your little raccoon tail thing and you get hit if it's easy enough to where you just go boop reload, you're gonna do that every time. It takes away from the game. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad they they made it not too convenient to be able to like save and load. But the chords, why? That's just. It's really frustrating. It is. It's gonna be fine when we're doing let's plays here, but. Right, and if, that's if we want to yeah. just hook it up and just play for fun in the living room. We have to get it's like a lot a more complicated. Twenty foot HDMI cable or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. By the way, where the F are the pre-orders? This is pissing me off, and it's not like I just missed this. Wario 64 has been tweeting, like, okay. They also announced the mini Famicom for Japan, and you know what they did? They put up pre-orders Pre-order. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell, Nintendo? I don't want to have to go. I'm going to have to go to Walmart or Best Buy or something or Target right around me on the 11th and get there right when the store opens at 9 or 10 or whatever and just run to the electronics be like you got one you got one you got one you got one I need one and I'm six about here go you know like I've never seen anything like this like Amazon you can pre-order anything whenever you want and this like I can pre-order Death Friggin' Stranding right now I can't pre-order the mini NES pisses me off right yeah Makes absolutely no sense. But yes, the mini Famicom was announced for Japan, which is awesome. It's the same basic deal, bundling 30 classic games into a small system, which you can't swap out or add to. They're preloaded, obviously, just like the mini NES. Plug in the TV via HDMI. Only here, obviously, it's slightly different roster of titles with stuff like Tecmo Bowl swapped out for a more Japanese sports game from the same company, <clears throat> Supari Uzumo. Which is translates to bumping sumo. <laughs> that sounds like it sounds like a fun game. Uh, the other thing that's interesting here, people have had hands on and stuff, and I finally saw a YouTube video where I can confirm that it is true. They look way better than the virtual console versions. Yeah, did you I, see that? Video? I saw the video. You, I think you tweeted it. To yeah, me. Uh, it's so much. I'm, it I'm, really I'm like, makes did the, the virtual console, virtual console really console look that bad and right. dark. It makes and it look stuff. like garbage. Horrible. Yeah. Something seems a little off about that, but yeah, when you see them side by side, the virtual I mean, it's console bright looks and vibrant, terrible. and the virtual console is all dark and just horrible. But that just seems like something you could correct on your TV. Like I don't get. I feel like if you're, if I was playing the Wii or you know a virtual console and Mario One looked like that, I was like, what is going on with the TV? My brightness is too low, and I'd fix it, and it would look fine. Yeah, but then all your other stuff. And then everything screen. else looks too bright. <laughs> right. But I, I don't know. I'm not. No Man's Sky has got me to doubt everything I hear now. Yeah. Something seems off about that. I don't know how. I I just can't fathom that the virtual console looks that bad. I have Mario One on my Wii U. 
Virtual Console. I need to just go in and play it and just see, like, does this look darker than, like, New Super Mario U does or anything? Like, I don't know. Right. I agree with you, but the fact that I can't remember. It wasn't Digital Foundry, so I don't, I don't remember who it was that did the video, but they said, yeah, it's it definitely looks different. Shout out to you, Japan, for getting the Mini Famicom. That thing looks awesome, too, by the way. The it only does. thing I will notice, somebody held the controller. Like, the NES, the Mini NES controller is the same size as the NES controller. The Mini Famicom is a Mini... The Mini Famicom controller is a Mini Famicom controller. Like, it's smaller, and people are like, uh, this doesn't feel right. Like, no, it was like, it was yeah, like this I don't big like that. or something. So, it's interesting. Titanfall 2 has gone gold. The only reason I put that in here, this is a game that I'm like... Uh, until it actually comes out or goes gold, this is going to be the game that gets delayed because it's yeah. in between Battlefield One and Call of, and uh, Tight or no crap. What's the other game that they're putting out? Battlefield One, Titanfall. Maybe it was just that, and then Call of Duty comes out the week after. I'm like, this is the game that's going to get delayed at least for a few weeks. Right. Uh, but no, it's gone gold. It's still coming out October 28th, I believe it is. But yeah, it's gone gold. So shout out to. EA, I don't care about Titanfall 2. I'm not buying a first-person shooter this year. I'm just not doing it. PS Plus October game. Sean alluded to this earlier. Resident Evil HD is free as of now on the PlayStation Store. Go download it. Play it. Plow it. Plow it. Plow it. Plow that gome. I'm going to go download that game and play it. It's supposed to be a fantastic remake of the game, like Sean was saying, and this is this one's even better. So go download that. Also, Transformers Devastation. This is the game that got my hopes up for the Ninja Turtles game. People seem excited this game's on PS Plus. People, I don't know anything about it, but people are People stoked. really love it. It's in the, the style of the old 80s Transformers cartoons. Platinum Games did it, and they did it really well, which is why I had my hopes up for the Ninja Turtles game, and then they completely crapped the bed with that. Hmm. I mean, it's free. I'll check it out. Yep. I just don't know anything about it. The rest of these games are like, bleh. PS3, Mad Riders, and From Dust. I don't know those. Vita, Code, Realize, Tilda, Guardian of Rebirth, Tilda, and Actual Sunlight. So, and by the way, <laughs> are you laughing at my Tildas? I'm just laughing at just both of those. Uh, the PS Plus price has gone up $10 now. Yeah. So, we got two good games for the I mean, PS4, but we got they, nothing for the others. Keep this up every month, then I'd say it's worth it. Everybody keeps wondering. A lot of people were thinking Watch Dogs was going to be free this month before Watch Dogs 2 comes out. I'll let you borrow that. I want you at least to play it for a couple hours. I'll try it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder, and like Colin and Greg have talked about this, now PSVR is about a week away. Are they going to drop like a free Vita game and free give a free VR game at some point? I don't think anytime soon because they Not don't have that many games. Anytime you did soon, it. You I did, did it again. They don't have that many games, but I could see that in the future being maybe one free game, one free Vita game, or drop PS3 down to one free game because who's really still playing the PS3? Yeah, I agree. That that seems strange to me. I mean, though. when you're given like Mad Riders from Dust, Code Realized Guardians of Rebirth, and Actual Shun, what the hell are these games? Sorry if you love any of these games. I just, none of them speak to me. I have no idea what they are. Your Doctor Strange TV spot. Who gives a crap about Doctor Strange? I sure don't, because it's not DC. What's going on here? Oh, we got a little... Uh, Are little we on the cord back here? Maybe? Leveling issue. No, the cord's over there. We need level later. No, that, that that's another piece of crap. Software program. If you didn't know, this is the time of the week when we play the Back to Box Challenge. This The Back to Box Challenge is how we end our podcast here every week. What we do is we take a release of a game from our past... We look up a picture of the back of the box. We look at that back. Wait, of but the box. what is this game called? The back. It, oh, it's called the. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> Punk. Right. It's, it's the, the back, back of the box challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that was so off. I hate you so much. You take the back of the box. You look at the back of the box. You read it to the other player. You bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away. Make it too obvious. They get to ask a series of questions. We don't really care how many because the points aren't real and the questions don't matter. Was that right? That was close. The points are made. The rules are where, made up. No, where everything's made up and the, and the points, points don't, don't matter. matter. Well, that was close enough. Like that. That's the back of the box challenge. Let's see if we can get it right this week. Who reads first? All right, I'll read. Okay. I can't believe you left me hanging. You know how freaking horrible of a singer I am. That's why I did it. All right, good luck with this game. I'm going to bleep everything out. Bleep, 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 bleep. Okay. Final Fantasy V. 
With the military detained and the planet in serious peril, two brothers vow to find and destroy the evil power that now threatens blank. If they succeed, they shall they shall go down in history as blank blank. If they fail, <laughs> blank shall perish. Is that it? Except for some bullet points on gameplay, yeah. Do we own this game? Yes. Is it a eight bit game? No. Is it a sixteen bit game? Yes. Is it... okay. Since it was only like five words long, can you just read it again? <laughs> With the military detained and the planet in serious peril, two brothers vow to find and destroy the evil power that now threatens blank. If they succeed, they shall go down in history as blank blanks. If they fail, blank shall perish. Is this a sh- like a action shooter game? Yeah. Is it on Genesis? Yeah. Is it Gunstar Heroes? Wow. Is it? The evil power that now threatens Gunstar 9. If they oh. succeed, they shall go down in history as Gunstar Heroes. Well, I mean, I couldn't. You obviously right, yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They'll go down in history as Gunstar Heroes. If they fail, Gunstar 9 shall perish. Explosive two player action. Race through impossible mine shafts at mind numbing speed. Do battle with incredible mechanical menaces. Wow. Hang from ledges, shoot in 360 degrees, and body slam the mindless minions. Body slam. Good job. Hey, thanks. I figured. We owned it and it was 16-bit, so it had to be Genesis. And I'm thinking, where do you control brother? I wasn't even sure if they were brothers. I thought about like, bleeping that out. I didn't know they were brothers yet, but obviously they're just palette swaps, so it makes sense. I was right. thinking maybe you would think Contra, but I'm like, wait. Bill that was the Lance, first thing. But Bill and Lance weren't in uh, hardcore, so. Right. All right, go me. Um, okay. Uh, let's do this. When it loads... Okay. Nope. There it is. Uh, blank. Blank returns to battle a planet crawling with evil creatures bent on universal domination in this bigger than ever sequel to blank. Take control. Guide blank through cavernous cavernous corridors and ancient ruins and alien traps. Traps, not tramps. <laughs> alien traps. Those damn alien tramps. <laughs> On the mysterious planet of blank, you'll find artifacts of a lost civilization that grant amazing powers. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's not really related to the game. Okay, if you are a cunning explorer, you'll earn the best of several super endings. Enter this exciting sequel and experience the thrills of blank like never before is this a 32-bit game nope multiple endings 16-bit game nope eight yep wow aliens and multiple endings was this a konami game no capcom no Fart noise. Uh, yes. There's fart noises in it? No. 8-bit aliens, multiple endings. Hmm. Is it a first-party game? Yes. Really? Nintendo You'll made get it now. aliens. Wait a minute. No. Oh, wait. Is the main character a female? Yes. You got him. Metroid? Metroid. Oh, two. Yes. Do you remember what it was called? Oh, it was just Subtitle? Return of Samus. Oh. I was yeah, going to say, so, wait, I was like, the, the first one didn't have multiple endings, but this sounds like Metroid. It did. So I was confused. Oh, it did? Because depending on how much you did. Oh, you either got her That's where you found out that not. she was a yeah, female. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I just skipped the whole sentence about cut through creatures and a buzzsaw blur, roll through hidden tunnels, climb walls, a battery backup allows you. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. To save Metroid your 2 game. Return to Samus. Duh, I knew it was Return to Samus. You know, Nintendo, of course, shut down that awesome fan made project of uh, AM2R, a Metroid 2 remake. They did it with like the graphics of Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, and stuff. And of course, Nintendo oh, shut it down. Full I game, about that. complete full game. Of course, Nintendo shut it down because they. I don't. I don't really mean this, but they can kind of be a little bit like Konami sometimes. Ooh, that is rough. God help us with the NX. This everybody has been episode forty-one of the Two Player Call Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here and hanging in with us after our issues. Last hanging, week. Around. Hanging, around. hanging around. You're not gonna not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> if you like that, go ahead and like the video down here. Hit the subscribe button over here. Share it with your friends. Thanks everybody that's been subscribing lately. We've been making a lot of progress here in the last couple of weeks. Really appreciate you guys out here for subscribing. Hope you like the content. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your uncle. Tell your aunt. Tell your niece. Tell your nephew. Tell your dog. Uh, if they got a Gmail account, they can subscribe too, and that'll help us a lot. Really appreciate it. Oh, gosh. Oh, you're going to do that again. Like I said, it's been episode 41. Thanks, everybody, for being here, and we will be back for episode 42. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>